Welcome to Checking Out the Competition, Tampa Bay Lightning. We are joined by Alan Wells, who is the managing editor of Raw Charge, the SB Nation Tampa Bay Lightning blog. Alan, how are you? Doing pretty good. How about you? Good, thank you. Pretty good. Um, yeah, so let's get right into things. So the first thing I want to talk to you about is the very excellent news that perhaps one or two or all of the extremely good players that are currently injured for the Lightning might come back for tomorrow's game. Um, Kucherov, Stamkos, and Sorelli are all out at the moment, but I saw that they are skating. Um, do you expect them to play tomorrow? I think there's a lot of questions, and, and Tyler Johnson also uh, missed practice today, so he seems Ooh. less likely to play tomorrow. So they've got four of their top six forwards who are kind of up in the air. Stamco skated before the last game against Edmonton, so I think they thought there was an outside chance he would play. So I think he's the most likely to come back. Um, everybody skated today, so I, I mean, I think it's. I would expect like two of those four to play. I don't know. I don't know which two. I would guess Stamkos and somebody else at least, um, because they also sent Matthew or they sent um, Alex Volkov back to Syracuse. Uh, today so that's that seems to suggest that they think at least a couple of those guys will be will be ready to play if if not three out of the four yay lucky us <laughs> yeah nice, nice timing for you guys yeah right as if the lightning aren't good enough without those guys um speaking of I was looking at your site today and noticed something that Matthew Estevez wrote about the last 24 games for Tampa which have been um kind of out of control good um if you guys don't know they've gone 21 2 and 1 over the last 24 yeah games. i mean they've they, they've been on a they've been on a pretty they've been on a, a a pretty good streak since the end of december um they've had a i think two long winning streaks at this point with a, a with you know a, a loss or two in between i think they're up to like a nine game streak right now so um they were a little bit unfortunate in the beginning part of the year where they were they were playing really well, but they, they weren't getting a lot of goaltending. And so now that's that's kind of come around and they've, they've continued to play well and they've, they've gotten really good goaltending. So now they've been getting their results. And um, they actually, the, the last, since since the All-Star break, they haven't been as dominant as they were beforehand. They've In terms of their, their 5v5 playing stuff, they've been a little more average, um, but but the, the goaltending has really lifted them up. And then obviously they have plenty of shooting talent with, with Stamkos and Kucherov and Braden Point. So they're always going to kind of outscore their expected goals. So they've been they've been playing fairly well since the All-Star break, not as dominant as they were before, but then they've been getting the goaltending and the shooting to kind of keep their, keep, just to keep them winning games. Yeah, there was a, a time at the start of the season, I think, when it seemed like the conversation was about how maybe the Lightning are going to take it a little bit easy in the regular season and they're not going to do that thing where they dominate every single team in the league. And then maybe that means they'll be better in the playoffs. But seems like the Lightning just couldn't help but go ahead and dominate the entire league because <laughs> they're almost, I think they're tied with Boston or just under Boston for first in the league. Yeah, they're, they're within a point at the now. So, and they've, they've, they had a the Lightning had a weird schedule where they had a bunch of long breaks in the beginning of the year. They they had the Sweden trip and then they had um, just weird stretches where they would only play like you know a game or two in a week. And so they they ended up with a bunch of games in hand for a long time that was making the standings look weird. But they 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 finally kind of cashed in all those and caught up. They had like a 
13 games and 21 day streak. Um, I think right before the all-star break. And then, and so now they've, they've kind of caught up to everyone. And so they're, they're a point behind Boston um, for second in the Atlantic and, and second in the, in the league overall. And they, those teams play twice, I think in the beginning of March. So I think that's when we'll kind of settle that and and see who's going to end up at the top of the division. Okay. So knowing that the lightning are not only talented, but playing well at the moment. Um, maybe not as well as they were before, but still pretty well. Um, if you were to give me a weakness or something that's not going so well for the Lightning that the Flyers might be able to exploit in this game to try and get a win, what would that be? It's a, that's a tough question. Um, Nothing <laughs> the, is the bad. Are, Everything is good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're, a, they're, a, they're a strangely well-rounded team. Um, they really got lucky with the Kevin Shattenkirk signing, which has made their blue line much better than it's been in the past and given them a kind of depth that they, they didn't have there. If, if there's something you can do to them, which is, which has sort of always been the weakness under Cooper and which is what Columbus exploited in the playoffs last year is, um, if you can put a lot of pressure on them with a really aggressive forecheck and you can be really aggressive in the neutral zone and you can disrupt, their breakouts then you can prevent them from building up speed and then being able to kind of utilize all the skill that they have you know at the top of their forward group so that's it it really starts with 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 breaking them down at the other end of the ice and making sure that they they just don't get out clean because when you let them get out clean that's that's when they kill you when they when they can possess the puck and they can and they can move through the neutral zone and they can pick their passes then it's it's really difficult to deal with them so it it's it starts with kind of disrupting their their play um and making their forwards work work really hard in the defensive zone uh, making them come back to to support the d to get the puck out so the the more of that the better from the opposition's perspective and then the other thing is um you, you just kind of got to hope that that maybe vasilevsky is in isn't at his best because he has been inconsistent. Um, he had a rough beginning of the of the year, so I would say just kind of feeling him out early in the game and, and see where he's at. Um, because if, if he's on, if he's playing sort of at his peak level, which is like one of the best goalies in the league, and then and then the Lightning are playing their kind of typical, you know, at least you know somewhere between competent and great kind of five v five game, then it's 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 just really tough to deal with a team that that can play a, a solid responsible 5v5 game and then also is going to get goaltending and shooting and that's it's just mm-hmm. it's tough to deal with does Vasilevsky have any particular weakness like glove side blocker side anything like that or is he just kind of just kind of inconsistent sometimes I, I think it's I think it's all the same stuff that that all goalies struggle with um it's it's defle- it's deflections it's stuff he can't see Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's quick. His side to side movement, movement is ridiculous. So even some of the like cross ice stuff, if he can see it, he has a, he has a tendency to get to it. So it's just, it's really just kind of mucking it up in the offensive zone and trying to make sure that he can't see it. And, and weirdly, one of the reasons he said he struggled in the beginning of the year is because he wasn't facing as many shots. So maybe mm-hmm. going for quality over quantity, I don't know that kind of thing, but it's, it's, it's really a, when he really gets off his game is when they're when he's if he can see the shot he's he's gonna save it so screens deflections weird stuff you know just playing a messy game in the offensive zone I think is the best way is the best way to handle him okay are there any guys um maybe further down the lineup third or fourth liners that we might not think to keep an eye on with a team as stacked as the lightning but that you think might be making an impact in this game 
I mean, in in this game specifically, it's kind of tough to say, but I think um, I think Yanni Gord is a player who's a little bit down the lineup, who just had a kind of ridiculously long goalless drought. I think he went 35 games or something. I wrote about it a little bit about how far he'd kind of departed from his career norm, and he like he actually scored in the last two games consecutively. So sort of, I think he's an interesting one to keep an eye on in terms of how he's playing this game. I think in the past the name would have been Anthony Sorelli, but I think a lot of people know about him now. I think mm-hmm. he's a he's a selkie contender. He's kind of a a mini Sean Couturier in a way. Um, yeah. <laughs> which obviously you guys are super familiar with. So um I think he's an interesting one to keep an eye on. And then uh like going going further down the lineup, um there's not I mean they're 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 fourth line, you know, they're they're rolling out like Carter Verhage, who's an interesting story, who um led the AHL in scoring last year, kind of came out of nowhere and then, and then earned his way into camp. And so he's been, he's been, he's stuck, you know, with the, with the big club and has been playing relatively well. So it's, yeah, they, they, they're, they're really stacked at forward. They've got a lot of depth. And then um, on the blue line, just the sort of the reemergence of Kevin Shattenkirk after a really awful time in New York, he's been more than kind of anyone could have expected and is setting himself up for a, for a nice contract this summer. So just to kind of look ahead a little bit, um, out of curiosity, because it seems like the Flyers, if they get into the playoffs, are going to be jockeying for one of the two wild cards. And Tampa is going to be jockeying with Boston for the top spot in the East. Um, well, I guess the... No, you guys are ahead of the Caps right now. Sorry, I'm just looking now. Um, yeah, so would you, as a Tampa Bay Lightning fan, would you prefer to see the Flyers in the first round of the playoffs, or would you prefer a Columbus or a Carolina? I would prefer not Columbus. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, yeah, just, I guess not. <laughs> I mean, just to not like have to deal with that. Um, yeah. Especially like from a narrative and like covering the team, writing at the site perspective, um, that would be like a nightmare uh, mm-hmm. before the series gets started. Um, and I've, I've actually honestly always thought that Columbus is a bad matchup for the lightning. They just, the stuff that we talked about in terms of what they do on the four check and, and, um, how strong they are through the neutral zone. That's, they sort of, they just match up really well to, to kind of be a a bad fit. Um, outside of that, I mean, I, I don't, I don't have a, a ton of preferences. I mean, I think the NHL is, is a, is a very, you know, it's a very sort of even sport, right? Like, there's not like, like a one eight matchup is not as lopsided as, as it is in other sports. And um, I'm not just saying that because of what happened last year, but um, there's always kind of a chance for an upset and, and anybody that they play in that first round is, is going to have stuff that they, that they have to be concerned about. I think maybe the one thing that makes the flyers um, maybe a little more appealing at, from a matchup perspective is just sort of their, their tendency to struggle on the penalty kill. And so, and obviously the lightning have a, have a really excellent power play. So, you know, from a matchup perspective that that works well for them, although in a playoff series, right, there's going to be less penalties. So that, that may be less of an advantage, but um, I don't know that I would say I prefer the flyers, but I, I, the team I would like to avoid just from a, from a narrative and a matchup perspective, I think it's Columbus. Okay. Um, Since you brought up special teams, how is the, lightning's penalty kill right now um because the flyers have been struggling big time on the power play so i'm wondering how that matchup's gonna look so the 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 pk has been good lately um they tend to they're kind of they fluctuate in that area right or at least in the past they have it's been it's and they've had a little bit of that this year where they struggled at the beginning of the year but they've been 
they've been really solid lately. I think they've found a group that they that they really like. I think um, Mitchell Stevens, who's a forward that I didn't mention when we were talking about the depth, but he's another guy who's earned his way up from Syracuse this year. Um, he's kind of found a home on the penalty kill, so giving them another forward that they can use. And, and they've been good. They haven't been as explosive as they were last year. Like Sorelli had a bunch of uh, a bunch of shorthanded goals last year, and they, they seem to generate more offense last year shorthanded than they have this year, but they've, they've been a little bit more, I think, reliable in the defensive zone. They, they do sometimes get into uh, a pattern where they, they, they get a little bit too passive. They hang back a little bit too much defensively. They sag a little bit. They give, they give a ton of space and they, they bleed shots when they do that. And, and I understand why, you know, that makes sense a little bit from a, from a strategic perspective, but the issue is that, that Vasilevsky is so good when he can see the puck that you're, you're almost better off, off giving up a clean shot than having guys, you know, throwing themselves in front of the puck and you're getting weird deflections and stuff. So they, they, they do sometimes get into that, that pattern that can get them in trouble where they're giving up too much time in the zone instead of being aggressive and trying to break up passes and get the puck going the other way. But they've been, they've been really good lately on, on the penalty kill. Okay. And the final thing I will ask you is for a shot in the dark prediction for the final score in this game for funsies. Let's say I got to think about like, what is the right uh, thing to say from like a jinx perspective? And, like, um, uh, let's, let's say I'm just going to be confident. Let's say the lightning are going to win four two. Okay. So given that this is a game that the flyers probably should lose, especially on paper, they should absolutely lose this game. Um, but I'm also going to, do a confidence and I'm going to say that the Flyers will win this game three to two and it's going to be like a nail biter the whole way I'm going to go with that yeah I mean I wouldn't be surprised either way these like last year these two teams played some like bizarre games with like three goal comebacks in the third period and like there was like all kinds of nonsense last year and I think one of them specifically was an afternoon game so I'm sure like uh, predicting like a normal like 4-2 score like I did is probably not a good call. It's probably going to be like 6-5 and whoever wins will be down like 5-2 going into the third period and then somebody will win over time or something. Well, if that happens, at least it'll be fun for one of us. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. <laughs> All right, Alan, thank you so much for doing this. This was awesome. Um, the game is at 4 p.m. on Saturday, which is a weird start time, but I will take it. Give you guys time to go out afterwards if you choose to. Alan, I hope you enjoy the game. Hope you enjoy your weekend. Thanks for hanging out with us. Yeah, no problem. Anytime. All right, go Flyers. All right.